This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the March 27th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. A bad tornado in Mississippi and Alabama killed at least 26. March Madness College Basketball is down to the Final Four. Number 9 Florida Atlantic will play number 5 San Diego State, and number 4 Connecticut takes on number 5 Miami. Interesting that no one, two, or three seeds made the final four. A Hollywood producer who is a member of the Indigenous Alliance for some Hollywood group has long said her mom was Indian and her dad was a cowboy. Now sources are claiming the only Indian in her, in her family is quite a few generations back, making her one in 2048th Indian. That is even less than Elizabeth Warren. Last year, it was reported that the Native American Sasheen Littlefeather, who rejected Marlon Brando's Oscar uh, for Best Actor in the film The Godfather, was not Native American, as she claimed. She had changed her name to make it Native. I probably should bring this up. If six foot four, 300 pound plus male me can claim to be a woman, then they should be able to claim they are Native American. Another Day, Another Essay by Jonathan Turley. This one with the title, quote, New Documents Expose Government Censorship Efforts at Facebook and WhatsApp. The state of New York is close to outlawing for new construction gas stoves, dryers, water heaters, and furnaces. As recently as three months ago, many fact checkers said the federal government was not planning to ban gas stoves. While the previous quick hitter was a state and not the federal government, it seems the states, plural because California is considering the same thing, are following the leanings of the federal agencies. It is coming. They start with things in secret, deny it, only studying it. Finally, by God, you will do what we say. Russia is talking about staging tactical nuclear weapons in Belarus. Belarus is run by a strongman friendly to Putin who allowed the Russians to stage troops in Belarus before the war. Each side is going to keep escalating a bit to get the other side to give in. Joe Biden said, quote, MAGA House Republicans, Republican proposals would slash funding for border security, a move that would allow nearly 900 pounds of fentanyl into our country. We need more resources to secure the border, not less, end quote. Anyone believe Republicans wanted to fund the border and Joe is the mighty protector of the border? A frequent listener to this podcast brought up an interesting point. It started with noting that we have several mega-rich people worth $100 billion. To get to $100 billion, the individual would have to win a $100 million lottery every week for a thousand weeks. And that assumes the 100 million was the cash option and assumes no taxes. 1,000 weeks is 19 years. Moving on, the New England Patriots had a bad year last year. I predicted better. I think I predicted 10 and 7 and they went 8 and 9. For some teams, 8 and 9 would be aspirational, but not for the Patriots. Where did I go wrong? I think four areas. Their offensive tackle play sucked and the line play overall was subpar. I thought their line play would be above average. 
Two, they had two ex-head coaches who were slotted to run the offense, neither with much offensive experience. That was a disaster. I had noted that other offensive coordinators started with less experience than you think, and these guys would do fine. Three, while typically the Patriots have stellar special team play, last year they were below average. I never considered this would be an issue. Four, between John O. Smith not meshing at tight end and not having a number one receiver, their receivers did not scare anyone. We knew this. In the offseason, the Patriots brought in Bill O'Brien, a proven offensive coordinator, a new offensive line coach, upgraded a bit at tackle and receiver and quite a bit at tight end, and improved on special teams. And they still have the draft as well as the tail end of free agency. On defense, they mostly re-signed players, but that is fine because they started with a great defense. I bring this up because the betting odds are 71 for the 72-1 for the Patriots to make the Super Bowl. Do I think they'll make the Super Bowl? No. Do I think they have a better chance than one out of 70 in a 32-team league? Yes. As most know, the Manhattan DA Bragg is considering charging Trump with a crime related to a non-disclosure payment from the Trump orbit, shall we say, to Stormy Daniels. The crime would be recording it as a legal expense and not a payout. To get around the two-year statute of limitations for the misdemeanor, Bragg is expected to argue that it was a violation of federal law which lengthens the statute of limitations. Inappropriately, I would argue, the House called for Bragg to testify before a committee on what he is doing. Bragg responded with umbrage that the feds should not ask him to testify on a local matter which is outside of the feds' jurisdiction. Kind of funny since he is allegedly considering using a federal law in his case. Further, the feds looked at the same situation and decided not to proceed. FYI, I tend to think Bragg will drop the case, unless he is fine with a slapdown. He probably has to consider if it is better to do the right thing or to do what his base would love and get slapped down. Bite me. That is my thought when reading this headline from The Federalist. A New Mexico school board's association instructor sees no role for parents in guiding their children's public ed education, written by Tristan Justice. Quoting the instructor, Parents do not have a fundamental right to tell you how public school teaches their children. Parental rights end when you decide to send your kids to public school. What you teach this generation that will soon be voting are going to be instrumental to the future of us as a democracy and as a society going forward, end quote. Some things the feds have to do. Highway, defense, for example. But K-12 education was always a local thing. Part of the reason I wanted to stay local is it is harder for crazies at the top to control what our kids are taught. That could go either way, by the way. The commies and the socialists and the fascists were pretty good at controlling the message to the youth. Let's not be them. I always thought Canadians were nice folks. If you were traveling, hanging out with a Canadian could always be a good idea. But I am starting to wonder. The linked article by Ari Bloth in National Review is titled 2 plus 2 equals white supremacy, how woke ideologues corrupted Canada's math curriculum. The author says that, quote, members of the Ontario Mathematics Coordinators Association, OMCA, who consider the equation to be a white supremacist dog whistle instead of a basic mathematical truth, 
end quote. The author says some in the group seem to think that believing 2 plus 2 equals 4 is, quote, in white Western mathematics that marginalizes other possible values, end quote. That was from Laurie Rubel, who is an associate professor of math education. I understand if we are talking accounting that questions like how much money did a company make might depend on choices on whether or not you amortize or capitalize some expenditures within allowable governmental rules. But please, don't expose our kids to bullshit thinking like 2 plus 2 may not equal 4. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.